1: keep that in mind yeah hey forget i asked (laughs) that'll definitely do do. join the discord it was the least fun i've ever had playing this game a small but vibrant and extremely humble community no i've seen the sleeves
2: but i'm like you said you're suiting up and then you put your sleeve on you for saying that because i'm a demon on the keys next thing i know we're both dead i immediately left the lobby
1: in vietnam
2: what are they playing for are they playing to win
1: (laughs) stay humble stay humble We are thankful that we're live for the drop shot episode number 84.
2: Do you plan things like that out? Did you have that in your mind you were going to say that? Nope.
1: nope. It started shooting out of my mouth before I even knew what I was going to say. Because
2: 200 IQ brain right there, dude.
1: Maybe. Or someone who has deficiencies. Uh welcome to The Drop Shot episode number 84. My name is Casey, rocking the straight out of Nuketown tank top. Also known as Razanon. I am joined by the way. Let's take a look at the notes here. Episode 84. Thank you, new patrons. Announcements, welcome. Uh, Some more announcements. Damn, it's crazy. Because I don't see a fucking we are thankful note here, do you? That's super fucking weird, dude. I am joined by this dumb shit next to me this evening by my good friend Tanner. Tanner, say hello to everyone.
2: What's going on, everybody?
1: Tanner, you're- Glad to be uh, here.
2: Thanksgiving tomorrow.
1: Thanksgiving is tomorrow.
2: I wish I had the- fucking days off after Thanksgiving though. Must be nice. What days do you have off? I already had yesterday and today off and then just tomorrow.
1: And then you work Saturday and Sunday? Or you have Sunday I work off Friday, also?
2: Saturday. Yeah, I work. Then, oh. Yeah, then I have Sunday off. Okay, I
1: got it. Okay. Well, it's not the worst thing in the world. So wait, you're it's off tomorrow. Average. Of course, it's Thanksgiving. Okay.
2: Cool. Would I work at? Am I the CEO of Albertson's?
1: No. <laughs> I don't know Of course I don't work. Is, so, uh Yeah welcome boys uh this is going to be an interesting episode it's our first like real wednesday episode for uh the post cold war era uh which is going to be interesting because there's a number of things there are a number of things to talk about but first tanner your room doesn't make me want to hang myself in game of course oh i'm gonna switch it back then well tell me all about it right what what are what's changed because it looks Um... more much more pleasing to the eye
2: so you gave me your dumb stupid floodlight so I plug that in right it's a little floodlight it's down here on the ground it aims at the wall which then provides a nice I see, easy on the eye blue light well um, I put a little LED strip around this little side table here of course I have a falling leaves candle lit you know to get the mood set Smells like fall in here. Feels like fall outside. Got my plants. Okay, That's what it's called, dude. Okay. Natural coconut wax blend. That's what it is. So, yeah. I'm uh, feeling good, dude.
1: Cool. Well, so am I. And there's a reason for that. Is Uh, there? And it is this list. That is... Oh, yeah. It is a list, dude. So, I don't know if you're a new frog to the Patreon, patreon.com slash the drop shot, then I want to know what the impetus was behind all of you new patrons. The only thing that I know that's different is number one, Cold War just came out. Number two is that I made like a Discord announcement. So I don't know what it was, but I would like to know. But nonetheless, welcome to this very expansive list of new patrons. Cam H, Dominator, change it. G weezy also change it. Jimmy P. Benny the W. I don't. It cuts off. So probably change it depending on what that last word is. But uh, we can look into it. Sam G. Maxi. How do you say this name? Nathan. Or is this just some edgy spelling of the word Nathan? Your name's Nathan now. Nathan M. <laughs> Down to pound 69.
2: Sick. That's dope, dude. It's so
1: dumb that I don't want you to change it. Riley B. Jeremy K. Beta Bits, which actually doesn't make me mad. Rougarou. V2, which I also like that name. Psykin. Ivy. And Scott. Just Scott. Just Scott. Dude, that's like a lot of new patrons in fucking five days or whatever. So... To all of you, you have huge brains and huge fat cocks, and welcome to the Patreon. That's 15. It's 15. That's a number for sure. So patreon.com slash the drop shot for bonus episodes per month and more shit available. uh, If you go to the website, Uh, additional details, of course, are there Uh, for only $5 a month, five United States dollars a month, which I think is like 450 euros. So there's some quick conversion for you. Uh, so thank you all for joining. Make sure you guys join the fucking Patreon because uh, we've been doing some absolute crispy banger episodes lately. Yeah. Banger episodes. Now our last Patreon episode, we our two last ones. One were like one was an hour and a half on the perks in this game. Now you might think, wow, they're really trying to meet the minimum word requirement for their ninth grade essay here. Wrong. Actually wrong. We were like going balls deep into perks. What's good, what's not, when I would use it. And what is not indicated in the text of the perks. And then our latest one was an hour and 20 minutes on field upgrades. Which is even more impressive. Because again, there's a lot more to say about this shit than meets the eye. Uh, And people in in the Discord have seemed to enjoy it. So join these 15... 200 IQ individuals, patreon.com slash the drop shop. It's also the best way to support this program. So thank you all. Uh, Also, another quick announcement here. We will be doing another Q&A stream on Saturday.
2: Will we? Okay.
1: Yes. I think I want to like get close to recent questions so that we can step away again. And then when we come back, uh, it won't be MW2 2021. Yeah, cool. So... If
2: we need to catch up, we'll be doing Q&A for the next two months straight, right? Well, we'll figure it out for sure. Well, like what we said last time, we're like, oh, let's just try to bang some of these out. And then that didn't happen with any of the questions. That's correct. That's correct. So.
1: So we're going to lie to you and say we'll bang old ones out again. And then we won't. Uh, Because everything always takes longer than you think it will, which is a theme of this program. Uh, So anyways, the point there is that that's what you can expect Saturday. Also, uh, ask away. Ask more questions. We've been getting some more recently. Quite quite a few good ones were added very recently. And I'm actually mauled that we're not caught up because I want to like answer them now. But I, we're still going to go through in chronological order. So keep asking those questions and we appreciate everyone who has done so thus far. And lastly, I would like to say, the Discord, people are finally using the voice channels quite often. And I love to see it, dude. I just look on my second of three monitors uh, at my office workstation podcast gaming space, which is where I live, which is where you see me right now. Uh, <laughs> get, it's a podcast gaming space. It yes. is
2: a bedroom.
1: It's a bedroom. That's there's a bed in the room, but it's so it's <laughs> yeah. this is where the magic happens, bitch. So, anyways, I I look over and like I'm very regularly now seeing people. Using the voice channels in the Discord. Running together and shit. And that is very fucking cool to see. Because the Discord has been small but vibrant for quite a while. People using all the text channels. Very cool. Now people are using the voice channels as well. Which I really like. I like that we are just bringing people together, dude. Bringing people together. Because that's what we're about here, right? Is unification. (laughs) Healing. Okay. Call me, call me Joe Biden. You dude. are fake news. I just want to heal the game community. So anyways, yeah. Thank you for uh thank you for that. So if you're not in the Discord, join the fucking Discord, right? You can play with your friends, or more than likely you don't have any friends. So maybe you can make some friends. Uh and you can see, of course, the link to that in the show notes. Uh Tanner, any announcements from you?
2: no yeah just uh join the discord you are dog shit if you're not in it actually it's That's the correct. simplest thing click the link down below in the show notes join the fucking discord you'll see for yourself yes are your friends garbage are they bringing you down are they way better than you and you're forced into higher skill based lobbies hey join the discord find somebody to play with
1: true very true very true so uh that is that let's get into this app. Uh, But first, um, what do we have here? Millie Boy with the Gifty Boy, Mr. Salmonilla, streamer extraordinaire, five-month sub, and Jake Squatch with the Gifty Boy as well. Thank you, boys. Honored, humbled, and privileged. And Notoriety TTV has donated in a shocking new development. An amount of United States dollars. <laughs> and he says, so he disobeyed me, so I'll be refunding this. But for fu- for shits and giggles, I'll read this anyway. For my ruthless medal, which is a 15 kill streak, congratulations again. That's actually quite difficult to do. Uh, Let's fucking go. But for real, for the site, bros, keep it up, boys. And the amount, I don't know if I said this, was 100 United States dollars. Let's go. Oh. Notoriety, you fucking mad lad, dude. Thank you very much. Uh, You've given entirely too much uh, support to this program, and I told you to go make a cocktail and fucking relax. But, (laughs) hey, congrats again, Uh, and thank you very much uh, for those website funds, dude. I appreciate it. It means a lot. Sliv, thank you again as well, and everyone who has supported this evening. In a very odd turn of events. uh, I very much appreciate it. We very much appreciate it. It does help a lot. For sure. Um, And uh, yeah. That's a lot of money. Notoriety and Sliv. And you guys have both given plenty of money. And support in the past. So I really appreciate that. Squatch, Sal, Millie Boy. Thank you guys as well. Thank you everyone. Uh, You're fucking insane. So very much appreciated. Much love Congratulations again, and without further ado, if you were listening for the jingle, here it is. All right. So uh, this is, as I said in the announcements, and if you skipped them, you're a rat, but welcome to the program. As I said in the announcements, this is going to be the first like real, uh, uh, podcast Wednesday episode post cold war. Cause we've had one Wednesday after cold war launched, but there was really nothing to talk about or not much. Uh, today that's not the case. We've got some changes. So first we're going to start with playlist updates which is kind of uh, giving away the the surprise here, which it shouldn't be a surprise to any of you. Uh, Nuketown 24-7 has been added to the playlist rotation. Now, I've played like maybe 70, 80 matches. Uh, 50, 70, doesn't matter. I've played a lot. Uh, And I've gotten TDM and DOM. And I've gotten one hard point. I think. I've gotten so few hard points that I think the game is gaslighting me. Because I swear to God, I remember playing Hardpoint, but I only saw it once. So I don't know what exactly game modes are in this playlist. But nonetheless, it is on the new, remastered, fun and exciting Nuketown map. So there is a Nuketown 24 7 playlist. They also more recently added a Nuketown playlist hardcore 24-7 playlist if you're into that. Pro tip, if you're going for long shots on like a pistol or an SMG, queue for Nuketown, hardcore 24-7. It'll mm. be the easiest way to do that. Uh, or if you're trying to get like three kill streaks with an RPG or some shit, again, probably a good option is that. Uh,
2: but also, since it's double weapon XP, you shouldn't be going for long shots and worried about that. You should just be leveling your weapons.
1: That up. is... That is an excellent point, which we will get into. Um, So I guess we'll just say it now. Also, with the addition of the Nuketown map, which some of you may be familiar with, and the playlist Nuketown 24-7, there is now double XP and double weapon XP live until Monday, November 30th, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Now, did I call it to a fucking T? Of course I did,
2: (laughs) Of course. Of course course you did. did.
1: So you guys are welcome. As I said, clip me now, link me later. Link me the fuck up, boys. Where's the link? Now, none of you clipped it because you're shit. But take my word for it. Go listen to the last episode. It doesn't matter. So anyways, as Tanner said, during double weapon XP, you should not be doing any weapon challenges if you're going for Damascus or uh, Dark Matter. What you should be doing is maximizing your time with this double weapon XP by getting a weapon to max level and immediately stop using it and go to another one. Because you can do the camos without double weapon XP. Double weapon XP doesn't speed up your camo acquisition. It just speeds up your leveling. So once you get max level, stop it. Go to another gun. Come back later for the camos. Um. And also, if you're a real try-hard nerd who wants to get Dark Matter as fast as possible, during double-weapon XP, and anytime, but especially during double-weapon XP, the fastest way to level your guns is actually Fire team Dirty Bomb. So if you wanted to, like, hyper-omega power-level your weapons, go play Fire team Dirty Bomb during double-weapon XP. So,
2: It's fucking terrible. Though. It's literally the worst game mode ever designed.
1: It's like Plunder. It's just kind of like dumb, and I don't know. It's not It's for me. way
2: worse than Plunder. I thought Plunder... I actually had fun with Plunder for probably like a We've couple weeks. We've only played solo though, dude.
1: I think if me and you did it together, or like me, you, Ben and Gabe, we would have a lot more fun.
2: In Dirty Bomb? Yes. No, I played with Low Cap and Gabe for like oh, really? at least an hour, and it was oh, terrible. Okay. We stopped oh. playing it because it was so boring. I see. Interesting. It's a fucking terrible game mode. But it does level... Well, they say it levels your weapon fast, but what... People don't say is like the average player isn't necessarily gonna get a bunch of kills. So it's like, yeah, you get more XP per kill, but it's like I would end an entire dirty bomb match and I only had like 10 or 12 kills. So it's like if you're if you're playing nuke down and dropping 60 kills, you're getting more XP anyways. And the matches are long.
1: Exclusive Ace did a comparison video where he played yeah. 20 minutes of dirty bomb and then 20 minutes of TDM, uh, and he was still getting more XP per minute on 30. But them.
2: I know, but I'm saying if you're not getting kills, it's worthless, and it's you're not always seeing people too.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's something so, to keep I don't in know. mind.
2: So it's it's I, I don't think it's worth it personally. If you really care that much to rank all your weapons up, then sure play it. But I don't think it's fun. I haven't seen anyone say that it's fun, uh except for literally Itchy is the only person I know that said yeah, it's a good boy. game mode.
1: I'm seeing, on, um, yeah, I'm seeing all, on like Twitter people are enjoying it, but I think it's like the novelty. I think it'll get old really fast.
2: Yeah. I know like a lot of the like exclusive ace and J God, none of them actually like it. They're just all playing it because they say, you know, they can level faster. So
1: Yeah, true. Uh so Nuketown is a map. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, Nuketown has been in every single Black Ops game uh since Black Ops 1, in fact. And of course, As a result, I am wearing a tank top. That says straight out of Nuketown. uh, Paying homage to this glorious map. This historically glorious map, which we'll get into. So, uh, Nuketown, small map. Most of you have played it before. Again, it's in every Black Ops game. uh, And it's always, like, very similar. Because it's the same fucking map. They always manage to change some things to make it a little worse each time Uh,
2: (laughs) sure and they sure fucking did and they
1: have done that uh, this this time around so Cold War Nuketown map Tanner what are your thoughts
2: okay so no matter how you look at it it's Nuketown Um, but I think it's the worst it's the worst version of Nuketown for sure that I've played Uh, I think I've played three. I I think I played three different versions. It's the worst, like, by a good amount. It's still Nuketown, though, so, I mean, it's still better than most maps they come up with. Now it's still better than almost any map in Modern Warfare. Um, I just think there's some issues with this one. Uh, For one, I don't know. Do you know which side A is and which side is C? It's kind of hard to explain because they both have, like, the same... Okay, so A side... I feel has an extreme disadvantage. Have you noticed that?
1: Yes, dude. You, if, it you is... if you spawn seaside, so let's say you spawn, let's say you're playing Dom and you're in C, the capping mm-hmm. zone. Turn left and there's a water heater there. You know what I'm talking about? You can stand behind it. You know that side where oh. you're talking about standing on the chimney?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So chimney just, side, yeah.
1: If you back up four paces... There's a big, like, water heater there. And you can also stand behind that and snipe on the nastiest head glitch like such a rat. And people will go through opposite side garage and just, oh, ripe for the taking. Just pick, pick, pick. Uh, It's cancer. So if you spawn seaside, you have a massive advantage on this iteration of Nuketown. But yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah,
2: so A-side... I don't know what you just said. Did you say it backwards? I don't know. But a side is the one with an extreme disadvantage, I think. Um, And like you're saying, it is pretty much just Dom where the spawns don't flip as often. TDM, they flip 14 times uh, in one match, which is why TDM fucking sucks and should be taken out of the playlist. But every time i spawn on a side i run i spawn and i go over to left i'm already dead by the time i run around that corner because they're able to get to garage so quickly and they have a perfect angle i don't know what's changed but i don't think that angle was there at bo4 right something was different that obvious angle was not there like i don't was the truck moved over a little bit or was the wall did Did the fence come out further i don't i don't know no 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 when you spawn on chimney side if you're okay. when you're over on chimney looking towards their garage yes i feel like that is way more open than it used to be and they can sit in garage and get an easy pick on you i feel like there used to be some sort of something else there to kind of block that view like now no matter where they're standing in the garage opening they have a perfect sight line all the way down a down that lane
1: interesting i'm trying to think I w- of bo4 yeah, yeah BO4, i 4 The to- bus was in the way but I think it's...
2: Was it? I yeah. don't, would they have moved something that big? I don't I know. I don't so, know if dude. that's I think true. You're right. We can look know. into it, but anyway. We'll have to watch one of your old uh, videos or something on it. Yeah, youtube.com slash Raphson. Make sure yeah. to
1: subscribe while you're there.
2: Yeah, so on top of that, A-side, uh, it's very hard to get to mid. When you're spawning on C-side on Dom, you can get to that mid cover, that stack. I mean, that's, n- that's nothing they've changed in this game. It's just I've noticed it a lot more for some reason in Cold War. That uh, A side, you can't get B off the rip because C has such an advantage on when they get to B, they have all of that cover there. You don't have that on A. So it's hard to rush there off the start. Um... The map has the worst visibility of any map I've played so far in Colder. I'm not kidding. I'm not just saying that because I'm not having fun. It is so fucking bad. It's There's so many times I can't see somebody 10 feet in front of me. It's the weirdest thing. The models blend in so well with the buses and all of like the graffiti on the walls of the buildings that you can't see people. Absolutely the worst visibility in the game. Um, and then on top of that, I guess, you know, I can change that with colorblind settings. But I noticed the enemy's red nameplates blend into everything as well. So it's like not even that is helping. Um, There's added corners in. There's that one little corner they added by B. That's fucking dog shit that you can sit in. There's
1: two of them. They added two of them. They're both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I know.
2: And all of those fences right there by those corners are a lot lower than they were before, I think. And you can easily just jump and see everything over it. So if you're sitting in that corner, you can get a kill by just jumping and firing at somebody real quick coming down that lane. Um, I notice you have to camp in that map. I don't I haven't quite figured out why, but you told me that last night. You're like, I, I think you gotta, I'm pretty sure you told me that. You gotta, gotta yes. just play slow. Yeah. And that was the case. Like I spawned Seaside, I got right up to B. I held B on the outside where those boxes are, and I went on a 10 kill streak right off the rip.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And there's I, I don't know what it is. I just feel like you have to camp. You can't move. And I think it's because of the one burst weapons. I was dying a lot today to the AUG and to the M16 over and over again. Yeah. Um, the other thing I don't like is I don't like how you camp prone by the Jeep there. Because I think mm, the yep. th- that window or both of the windows are better than before because they have a higher sight line. So you can see if you're yes. on a side, yes. if you're on a side window, you can see down the enemy right lane yeah. and that bus right there. Um, you can actually shoot through the glass windshield when somebody's this stuff's So hard to explain without showing a screenshot. Basically from a side, you can shoot through the window on the bus to the enemy's When you're looking at it, their right side lane. Yes, you can shoot people exactly through that. Yeah. Um and so th- I feel like that gives the other window also has a way has a taller view than before and wider it seems like. So the Jeep is already at a disadvantage and now they made it so you can't prone unless you're laying parallel to the Jeep. Yes, on that on the side of it. Yes. So that's fucking terrible. Jeep sucks now. And last thing is the red dot. It isn't so much this map. It's just the game the red dot's not dark enough. It's almost unusable. The red dot gets lost everywhere on that map. Yeah. It blends in with everything. I've I've noticed it on Nuketown more than any other map by far. So that's super frustrating. Um yeah, overall I I don't I, they just do this every year. Like just like they devs, fucked up shipment. Yeah, it's like devs keep just adding clutter. Nobody wants clutter. Nobody asked for this shit. So, like, Nuketown looks great. It looks really cool if I was, like, going through that map on a single-player game. Like, multiplayer, 6v6, first-person shooter, I don't want to play with all that clutter on the map. It makes it too hard to see. Yeah. And it's just, it's it doesn't, it doesn't help the gameplay at all. It's not like it, like, makes gunfights better. It does nothing. They just add unnecessary shit onto the map because because it's 2020 and that's how they develop games now they think people want shit everywhere and clutter all over yeah. and of course the mannequins are terrible too I've shot it yes then. I've only played probably 15 rounds of Nuketown and I've shot 30 mannequins thinking it was a real person <laughs> yeah Yeah. so uh, those are my overall thoughts I was I'm pretty mad because I loved BO4 Nuketown I could play that map all year long months straight without hardly taking a break and this game, I can barely make it through 30 minutes of Nuketown. I don't like it.
1: Yeah, so I agree with everything you said. I think the biggest problem, there's a couple, like, big problems. Number one, so, like, Black Ops 1, original Black Ops, the Nuketown map, like, the the backyards and the front yards were, they had grass. So it was a stark contrast to player models where if someone peeked a lane on the side of the houses, they were on grass, so they were immediately obvious. In this game, it's all dirt, and the character models are like brown, so it's just just choosing a color that makes the visibility worse. Black Ops 4 is another great example of a good Nuketown map because it's snowy. So there's white snow on the ground, and then fucking easter bunny uh character models <laughs> which isn't great but at least they're very plainly visible. Uh so that's my like one of my biggest problems with this version of Nuketown. Another one you already mentioned which is the uh they added so many more camp spots and sightlines. That's really fucking trash. Yep. Like if you're going from A side and you go down the right lane and you turn right there's a cubby there and you can get so deep into that cubby that you can't be shot from C side which is just insane like in BO4 you could still camp that little cubby but you'd be exposed from C here you you can hide yourself from A and C side and then you just wait for someone to come out of A and you just shoot them in the back like why add that? there's no benefit there There's literally none other than to allow people to play like literal rats just camping in like corners, like actually. So I don't know why they added that. The fact that you can see from the window to the opposite lane is insane. You shouldn't be able to see over those buses. That's really dumb. The Jeep is way closer to the fence, the edge of the map, which results in the prone issue you're talking about, where you can't prone while you're facing mid. You can only prone while you're literally perpendicular to the Jeep, or excuse me, parallel to the Jeep, like you were saying. That does, the Jeep is, I I don't know how I feel about this still. Because people would play Jeep in like BO4, and it's just insanely OP, especially if they're good. It's like, dude, good luck getting them off that. So I don't know how I feel about that, uh. but it's, it's frustrating me because I'm not used to it the the jeep was also
2: taller though in BO4 already so this jeep is too. lower to the ground and then they point. did that
1: that's a great great point
2: so they just like double nerfed it yeah. yeah and I'm sorry I'm gonna say it again it doesn't matter anytime I've gone jeep anyways I just get aim assisted and I'm dead right away anyways it's it's so easy to get shot off as it is
1: yeah yeah that's the it is way lower than like the BO4 jeep or car or whatever so that's a good point
2: yeah that one you could fully stand up i think i'm pretty sure couldn't you stand up and you could still be head glitched on it like you didn't have to crouch or anything
1: you weren't quite quite head glitched but you had pretty good cover yeah
2: yeah yeah, that's what i mean okay yeah
1: yeah uh so yeah okay i i agree with you there then um and then what else was i gonna say yeah i don't know so i think a lot of the because i'm seeing so my experience with nuketown is it's been pretty fun because I have changed my play style. So if I play BO4 Nuketown, I'm playing way differently than if I'm playing Cold War Nuketown. Yeah. I still have fun on this map, but that's because I don't try to treat it like something it isn't. Like in the Discord, a lot of people are saying, fuck Nuketown, it's shit. A lot of people on Twitter are saying like Nuketown isn't fun anymore. A big part of it, is the Augs and the M16s, like you've said. Absolutely agree. But another part of it is I think that people are perhaps... Like, when you think of Nuketown, you think of always moving, always rushing, fast-paced gameplay. So I think a lot of people have been queuing for this, thinking they're going to play that way, and then they're getting fucking shit on. Because this Nuketown has way more sightlines, like you said. It has way more camp spots, like you said. So if you try to play it super fast, you're going to have a bad time. You're just going to get shit on. So my advice to people who are playing Nuketown Cold War is slow the fuck down. This is not BO4. This is not BO1. You can't just run to the other side of the map. You're going to get shit on. You're just going to get shit on. So you have to like slow it down, and this, this can still be a fun map. The one thing I would say about every iteration of Nuketown is that if you want to be successful playing Nuketown in any game mode, you want to control mid. This is kind of true for every map, but especially Nuketown. You want to control mid, and the safest place to be if your team has map control at mid is between the buses. Because then you can peek one side, and the bus behind you has your back. And then if no one's there, you can turn around, peek the other side, and the bus behind you has your back. That is like the safest way to play Nuketown fairly aggressively. And if you're at mid, you'll always be close to enemies, but you'll also always have cover if you're between those two buses. That's the smartest way to play Nuketown. That's the way to not camp like a window, but also like be relatively safe and covered. Now I will add, I've had plenty of games of Nuketown and Cold War where I'm just getting dunked on and I say, okay, I give up. Switch to my RPD class, go upstairs, and shoot out of this overpowered window and go on 15s. Actual really? 15s. I've done it multiple times because it's so easy. Because, like you said, the window in this game is disgusting. It's It has way more visibility than I think any other fucking nuke town has. And LMGs are also disgusting in this game. So I just slap a prox mine behind me and I fucking go to town, dude. Just LMG, ba 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 ba. Now, do I enjoy playing like a camping rat? When I'm on fifteens, I do. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm on fifteens, I do.
2: You sure as fuck do. Yeah.
1: And then all the and then you can just win the game. Because even if you're not capping B, okay, bet. Well, I just got a chopper gunner. Maybe it'll be easier to cap B now. So like, don't be afraid to to camp window on Nuketown if you're getting shit on. I don't advise you do that every game because If you're not contributing to controlling mid By being in window Then it's possible that you Lose map control when you otherwise would have had it And then people are just going to push You from underneath the stairs Or they're going to hop up on the balcony The awning and then fuck your ass Right in front of you But if your team is already getting shit on And you've made a, a good faith effort To control mid and it's not happening Camp window dude just camp window Like and it'll work it, it just will. The window's so good in this game. So those are my tips. But overall, I do agree. Nuketown this year, not great. Not great. And the mannequins also pissed me off. I don't know why they needed to add them. So that's those yeah. are my thoughts on that. Anything else to uh to add here, uh TDS? Uh I don't think so. Okay. All okay. Thank you for the 100 bitties. Let's go. 10 minutes ago. I appreciate it, brother. So uh, that was kind of a playlist update plus patch note kind of uh, rolled into one. Uh, But of course, we still have some other patch notes to go over. Now, there have been fucking four patches in the last week. Most of them have just been very small patches with very few bug fixes. So obviously, we're not going to go over all of those. However, I have curated what I find to be important and things that you guys need to know from these patch notes. So we're going to give you an abbreviated, uh, curated section, version of the patch notes that just has the important shit. So... Most of these come from the November 20th patch. And these are a lot of weapon balancing changes. So first off, the FFAR-1, which is the FAMAS, the last assault rifle you unlock, increased recoil, slightly reduced max damage from 28 to 27 max damage, and reduced max damage range by 34%, which is fucking huge. From 38 meters to 25 meters. People were saying before this nerf... That the FAMAS was the best... Assault rifle in the game. That does not seem to be the case anymore. Because... By the way... We've said this before on this program. What does Treyarch do with weapon balance? Destroy a gun. Destroy it. This is the opposite. This is one of the very few things we credited an M-Dub on. Is not going insane... With their with their nerves, they appropriately yeah. nerfed like all their guns, and they 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 urged on the or they. I don't know. They were more cautious with their with their nerves. <laughs> what is the phrase I'm looking for there?
2: I have no idea.
1: Blank on the side of caution is the Error expression. Air on the side. Yes, they aired on the side of caution. Thank you. Uh, this Treyarch doesn't do that, so this is. Example number one. And again, link me now. Link me now. Because I've said this. Treyarch always does this. They did it with BO4. They're going to do it again this year. And case in point number one. The FAMAS was a very good AR. I wouldn't have said it was overpowered, honestly. Uh, And now they've nerfed the fuck out of it. So Tanner, what are your thoughts? Have you used this gun before or after the patch?
2: I really haven't used it either. I used it a little bit before, just when I I picked it up. I never made a class with it, though. But I did see a lot of people saying it was uh, the best AR. So, I don't know. Like I was saying earlier, the XM4 is like the worst gun in the game. So, as long as this is somewhat better than that in the assault rifle category, then, you know, whatever. I'm already struggling to get through the M4, so. Okay. I think it's still going to be good because the, um, the fire rate is higher. Yeah, I think that's like the M4's problem. By the way, is that the fire rate's too low and the bullet velocity, like you said? Mm. But yeah, it's. A, I get shredded by it still, so it seems okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's just gonna play more like an
1: SMG now. Is probably what it is. It does have like it. it gives me some M13 vibes, honestly. Oh yeah, I like, like that. Real fast handling, real fast fire rate, and now the the damage is um significantly neutered. It's different than an M13 because it has a lot of recoil. It had a lot of recoil before this this nerf. So I don't know what it's like now. Because uh, I haven't used it after the nerf. I'd only used it a little bit before the nerf. It didn't strike me as OP. But if it was, it's certainly not now. That's a big fucking nerf that this yeah. gun took. So anyways, people on Twitter I've been seeing say uh, the FAMAS is no longer great. But honestly... And this makes me very upset to say, assault rifles in this game just are not very good in general. Like, I don't know what it is, but none of the assault rifles feel right to me. And they're not, none of them are like max level. So, you know, and I don't have the most experience, obviously. Game's still new. So that could change with attachments and maybe some ARs will feel like an AR but none of them feel like an assault rifle to me. I don't know what it is, but they don't feel right. And I don't think they're very good. And it makes me super mad. Like, the hit registration and the bullet velocity I get from the RPD is what I want. Maybe not the damage. Definitely not the damage. But the bullet velocity from an RPD is what I want on an assault rifle. Like, the RPD like the L, the RPD feels so good. Because, like, dude... My bu- It's like hit scan. My bullets are just fucking there, dude. I always get my hit ridge, and it feels so nice. And uh, with the ARs, I think maybe that's the problem. The velocity is just too low by default on all of them. Maybe that's why I don't like how they feel. But nonetheless, that's the FAMAS. Next up, MP5, which we've talked about, so I'm not going to go into it again. I would just like to say the nerf we talked about last week was uh, reverted on accident but it's going to be coming back to the nerfed state. It's in season one at the latest. And in fact, I think it's already at the nerfed state again. Is that correct, Tanner?
2: You're saying it's yes. Yeah. It, it was back at the nerf state again, like that same day or the next day or something. Okay.
1: So the, so that was later that day. Yeah. Okay. So if you guys looked at the patch notes and you see MP5, it's no different than the original nerf, which we talked about last week, uh, which made the gun, fine. Uh, This wasn't an over nerf in my opinion. I think the MP5 is still very good. So, I agree with that. Uh, Next up, M16 reduced the max damage range by 15% from 25.4 to 21.59 meters. Increased the sprint to fire uh, time, so they made it slower. Slightly slowed move speed while firing, which doesn't matter for a burst rifle. Slightly increased delay between bursts which definitely matters depending on how slight that is rebalanced fire rate bonuses on barrel attachments and slightly reduced the effectiveness of laser attachments, which again, doesn't really matter for attack rifle. Uh, so the M 16 got a nerf Tanner. What are your thoughts?
2: Uh, still doesn't seem nerfed. I haven't put much time into it. I've used it a tiny bit, but it doesn't seem nerfed at all to me. Still, it'll, you'll still get one tap to it rather easily. um, I think the entire damage profile needs to just come down a bit, not the damage range. Also, what do they mean when they're saying max damage range 25 to, is that, I don't understand how that's worded. So is that like what the max amount of bullet, like one bullet will do? It went from 25 down to 20. And then after that, there's the, the substantial drop off.
1: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay,
2: exactly. I don't think it was ever that because people are using these as like SMGs. They're using them up close. They're using them on nuketown. It's not the damage range. It's just the overall damage and they have no recoil. Like you put a sniper scope on them and there's almost no recoil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like the M16, a burst rifle has no recoil, but I fire two shots with an M4 and that is way more recoil than one burst with an M16 gives me. It doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think it's still busted. Um, but I mean hey at least they didn't over nerf this one And just destroy it
1: That's true uh, I agree with you The M16 feels no different when I'm killed by it yeah. Or shot by it Because I'm never shot by it and not one tapped right So it doesn't feel yeah. any different from my perspective at all uh, I think the problem with the M16 Is that The one burst Zone on the player Is too generous It feels like if you shoot stomach, like, belt up, you get a one-tap. Yeah. I don't care so much about the damage range. That's what I care about. I think the M16 should have the potential to one-burst. Otherwise, it would be complete trash. But it should be, like, upper chest or headshot. And if you don't land three bullets, upper chest or head, you don't get a one-burst. That's the correct way to balance this weapon. But as it stands, I feel like you can get a one burst on too many uh sorry, on too many body parts. And that's what yeah. makes it OP. I think that's the problem. Cause like you said, it's not really the damage range. Uh you could you could balance it by nerfing the burst delay, but that's a really bad way to go because then if you missed your first burst, you're again just fucked and you've destroyed the gun. So I think the best thing to do is just make require players. To be more accurate with that one burst for the reward,
2: I feel like the burst delay is already pretty substantial. Yeah, like it's yeah yeah the, the the burst delay is actually to a point where it's annoying. I think, like, and you know, even though the gun is overpowered, I think the delay is too long. I think that delay needs to actually be lower, and like you're saying, the damage range needs to come down like a lot. I mean, not the damage range, the overall damage needs to come down a lot on the upper body and it needs way more recoil it has none still
1: the recoil is a good point too it's yeah follow-up shots are so easy.
2: yeah because if that burst delay is very short it's like if you just add a lot of recoil that's gonna you know if people are trying to spam that burst and you know basically make it full auto it's like just make the recoil very
1: high or something yeah yeah good point i think this is a reason why it was Possible to like, so for the swordfish, if you had like the pentaburst attachment, uh, you could one tap people, but you also had to land all five bullets. Yeah. And like people can move out of like, you can like be on them when you pull the trigger, but only two or three bullets land. That's a good way to balance a weapon that can one burst is like, if the burst has a lot of shots in it and you have to land them all to get it. That's another yeah. way to balance it. But the M16, the, an m sixteen's an M16. It shoots three bullets. So, I don't know. It's just something to think about. That's why I feel like the Swordfish was so uh, was so well balanced. The yeah. Swordfish was very good, but it never felt to me to be overpowered. Um, And I, I hope that no, they can I, figure I, that yeah. out with the M16. I don't think anyone's ever thought it's overpowered. Yeah, so... So anyways, that's the M16. And then our other fun and exciting burst fire weapon is the AUG. The AUG. Reduced the max damage range by 20%. From 38 meters to 30 meters. I now see why people thought this was even more OP than an M16, by the way. It's still, yeah, it still is. That's fucking insane range. Uh, increased sprint to fire time, so it's slower. Slightly sm- slowed move speed while firing, which doesn't matter on a burst fire weapon uh, at all. The th- How fast I move inside of a 200 millisecond burst does not matter at all. We all understand that, right? Anyways, slightly increased delay between bursts. I just spit on my microphone. Rebalanced fire rate bonuses on barrel attachments and slightly reduced effectiveness of laser attachments. So literally exactly what they did to the M16... They did to the um, the og, except they reduced the max damage range by twenty percent instead of fifteen percent, because the max damage range by default for the og is way longer than the yeah. M
2: sixteen. That uh, is weird.
1: Yeah. So Tanner, what are your thoughts on this?
2: Um, I mean, the og is definitely worse than the M sixteen. That's how it's always felt, like in in terms of being overpowered. It's worse because it's fucking busted. Uh, and I guess that's why it's a damage range on that Jesus. So it had a it was 13 meters higher to start with. That's crazy and it still has a max damage of nine meters Uh, more than the M16 did so I think the AUG it, it's basically the same as what we just said about the M16 Um, the AUG actually seems to do more damage and have the exact same recoil pattern like it's it's almost the same gun exactly I don't, I don't, what I
1: was going to say yeah
2: I mean, there's really nothing else to say about it. It still needs a nerf. It need its damage range needs to come down. Cause I haven't put much time into either of them, but I know when I get kill when I get one framed running around a corner and I watch the kill cam, it's almost always an AUG. You know, M sixteens are busted as fuck, but the AUG seems to be way worse. So.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what I was gonna say, dude. Like, uh the fucking the the AUG and the M16 I don't really know the difference and I haven't used either of them a lot but I've used both of them some uh, and they feel like the same fucking gun so it's very weird to me I I would have to know more obviously to figure out uh, what exactly that that difference is uh, to be sure because right now I just don't know Um, but what you said about the M16 and what we both said and how this is not a sufficient way to balance the gun say the exact same thing about the AUG i think they just need to tighten up the uh uh the zone for a one one burst kill so uh next up here we have the type 63 which is a single fire uh tac rifle Uh, It fires one bullet at a time. I believe that Type 63 is like higher damage per shot, but also a little slower uh, fire rate than the the DMR and also uh, more recoil. So anyways, here's how they changed this weapon. Slightly increased the fire rate and they rebalanced fire rate bonuses on barrel attachments. Tanner, have you used a Type 63? Have you died to it? What are your thoughts?
2: I've used it when I've picked it up, and um, it's the gun that I told you like last week, like the second day when the game came out, I think. I was like, dude, this gun seems fucking good. It kills very quickly, Uh, so I'm actually glad to see that they increased the fire rate on it. It seems to have a a decent amount of recoil, but it feels like it two-taps people. So I think it can be really good actually. Um I'm excited to put some more time into that. I'm glad we have this double weapon XP right now because there's so many guns I still haven't bothered using. I know. I know and this is gonna give me that opportunity. Yeah. But I think the type sixty three is gonna be a very good weapon, actually. And I'm pretty sure you can put like a twenty round magazine on it too. Yeah. I think Which it, is fucking good. I think it
1: comes with like sixty three. Does it with, come with twenty? With twenty, yeah. Yeah. Damn. I think so. Um. Yeah, so I've used a little bit of the Type 63 and the DMR. I didn't level them enough to give them an honest try because honestly I was getting mad that they were not as good as I expected. Because okay. I think what I did was I equipped it and I was like, oh, it's going to be like an auger from uh, oh, BO4. Yeah. And it's neither of them, absolutely neither of them are like an auger. You're not going to two-tap someone, I don't think. Maybe I you think can. can. Maybe you can. I mean if you get like headshots I'm sure you, you ha- could
2: but you have to think too I feel like the worst guns in the game are like like uh rifles like that that are semi-auto those are the worst guns with no attachments you know cuz it's not it's not full auto so you have z- when you have zero attachments you have nothing to increase your velocity nothing to increase your Each damage range and you, and you fire yeah and you fire a yeah. single bullet at a time they're already going to they're always going to seem worse off the rip so I think that's why
1: yeah Yeah. that makes sense because every
2: time I use them it's because I picked them up from somebody that raped me Um, (laughs) yeah and then they're pretty good yeah I was like oh shit no wonder I got one framed by this thing yeah okay
1: and then the DMR they did the exact same thing Uh, so increase the fire rate so these are both single shot semi-auto rifles with pretty fast fire rates type 63 more damage less fire rate DMR more fire rate Less recoil, less damage. Uh, So for the DMR, they did the same thing. They increased the fire rate, and they rebalanced fire rate bonuses on barrel attachments. I presume that means they made the barrels add more fire rate than they used to add. That is my guess. So uh, again, I've used them both. I've used them so little that they feel very similar to me, Uh, but I also have like basically no attachments on either one. So uh, DMR Tanner, your thoughts. I'm going to go wash my hands. I have WD-40 all all over them. So I'll be right back. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Um, DMR, I'm not kidding. I forgot this gun was in the game until yesterday. That was the first time I have ever came across anybody using it. So I have no idea what it's like. Nobody's using it. I've never used it. I forgot it was a fucking thing. I'm not looking forward to it but the type 63 did seem really good like I was saying so you know usually weapons like that in the category they're almost identical to the point where it's like oh why even why even put two of these in there it's like it's the same exact thing so I'm wondering if that's going to be the case for this Um, I don't know There's one is going to have way more recoil than the other I feel like and then that one that has more recoil probably does more damage or something there's yeah, some sort of
1: thing uh, yeah th-
2: there, there's some sort of trade-off for it but i don't i've i don't know i've seen one
1: this is kind of just like the m16 and the aug i feel like like they're too similar like let's have so you one know what so after game.
2: we got done with the aug by the way mullet said something in chat that made a lot of sense is that the aug has a built-in scope so if you're using that scope you get a free attachment too good point
1: that's a very so, good point That would explain so maybe the damage that's range why too. yeah yeah It's probably got, like, a slower, uh... A longer burst delay, I would imagine.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm sure they did something to somewhat balance that, so... We're just not super familiar, but yeah. Uh, yeah. On the DMR, yeah. I have nothing else to really add there. Uh, so next one, M60, which is an LMG. This is the LMG that is, like, the biggest LMG. So it's got the slowest handling, the lowest mobility, uh lowest fire rate and then you guessed it the most fucking damage dude the most (laughs) damage so if we wanted to draw an analogy to BO4 the M60 would be like the uh oh fuck me what was it called no not the Titan not the Titan and not the Hades the fucking other one um the operator mod was the oppressor barrel or something it was the thickest boy, dude. You could get high cal two on it, and you could two tap people. Vkm, VKM the yeah. yeah, the Vkm, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And it fired, it fired like two hundred rounds a minute, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it was so slow. It
1: was super slow, but it did so much fucking damage. So the M sixty is the M sixty is like the the closest analog to that. So yeah, th- I've never seen this in multiplayer. I'm not kidding. I've never seen anyone use it. Really? Really. So Price I'm actually quite excited to try it. Because I haven't tried it myself either. Because I've been just raping children with the with the RPD. No Epstein. Uh, so for the M60, they improved the max damage ranges and improved the movement speeds. Mm. So I think they saw... Because like Tony Flame tweets, a uh, friend of the pod, change it. Uh, he says... They look at fucking analytics all the time. Their dicks are hard about stats and analytics this year, which is interesting. I like it, but it's interesting that they're like, whatever, jerking themselves off on Twitter about this. Because, hey, Jesus. yeah, you run a video game. That that makes sense. Use stats. Uh, so what I, what I suspect happened was they saw that no one was using the M60, and then they thought maybe we should buff this a little bit, entice people to use it. Uh, so so that's what they, they have done So uh, Tanner your thoughts Have you used an M60 before or have you died to one Do you know what it looks like
2: <laughs> I've seen people Using them um, other than that I, don't, I know mm-hmm. zero about it I'm wondering though if it's got like a low Fire rate like that and a lot of damage It'll probably be good for uh, Combined arms like long Like if you're a camping fucking rat Up in the yes. hills of crossroads yes. It'll probably be good for that
1: Yes Agreed.
2: And LMGs, I don't know, I think LMGs do a lot more damage to like tanks and stuff too, so it's going to be interesting to see how those play out when people start getting into them in uh, combined arms, to see how quickly you can destroy armor with that.
1: Because mm-hmm.
2: I think that could be a pretty big deal, actually.
1: That's a good but, point. Yeah. Let's not ever call a tank armor again. Oh. No. Okay, this okay. is a fucking dev crew, but uh, okay. Nonetheless, agreed. I've always liked LMGs. Honestly. They're just so strong. They're,
2: shit. They're, so They're strong. too slow. I don't like movement speed on them.
1: They are very slow, but camp more. And and reap the benefits with a with an RPD, dude. It's so dis- it's so disgusting. Oh. Uh so anyway, yeah. M60 I have nothing to really add here. I'm excited to try it. So they buffed it, so maybe give it a try. And this next maybe. one is all sniper rifles. Adjusted sprint to fire times to account for early blend interruption allowed via the animation system. Now, this is a copy-paste from their patch notes. What does that mean? Don't know. I don't know what this sentence means. So let me read it again. Quote, adjusted sprint to fire times to account for early blend slash interruption allowed via animation system. End quote. hey, what does that mean do you know tanner of course not i don't i don't have a clue what that sentence means i have no idea what this means so i'm just gonna say it so next and hopefully you guys can figure it out i don't know what this means i think it might mean that they adjusted what they say the sprint of fire time is in the gunsmith that's the only thing that would make sense to me to account for whatever so i don't know though uh The effective sprint to fire time is notably shorter... Okay, that is what they meant. ...than what is displayed in Gunsmith. We have plans to address the Gunsmith readout in a future update. Okay. So neither of these are changes so far. Which is fine. Include those in your patch notes, but just keep that in mind. Here is a change. Adjusted movement speed impact when firing to intended values to make each shot feel more powerful. Now... Let me be clear. When you're shooting a bolt action sniper rifle, your movement speed when you press the trigger or pull the trigger doesn't matter at all. So I don't know. I don't know if this means what I think it means. If it does, this is this doesn't matter at all because you can't move very far in that 50 milliseconds anyway. So I don't get it. Doesn't make sense. Uh, and then also fine tuned barrel attachments that improve idle sway to provide a unique feel on each gun now they didn't go into specifics that would be good to do in theory and what they would want to do is have the more powerful sniper like the Tundra have more idle sway and then the Pellington a little less and the M80 even less because those are rank-ordered from strongest to weakest sniper rifles. Now, when they say fine-tuned barrel attachments that improve idle sway to provide a unique feel on each gun, again, not totally clear on what that means exactly. So, uh, Tanner, this entire note on sniper rifles, uh, what are your thoughts?
2: Okay, um... Yeah, I feel so when it comes to the idle sway, I didn't hear exactly what you just said, but I feel like the Pellington has the least amount of idle sway and the Tundra has like way more. Uh, I think that was that what you were just saying? Uh,
1: I was saying that that's what I think they meant by the last. Yeah,
2: I think that does also because the Tundra does the most damage Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm because the Pellington without attachments actually has very little idle sway, I think. Um, it's dog shit, though. Without, I mean, it takes like three shots to kill somebody with zero attachments. Well, but um, adjusted movement speed impact when firing to intended values to make sure. Okay. I don't know what that means.
1: Yeah, it's like someone else just came in and wrote this note. Because everything's been very clear and this none of this makes any sense.
2: Um, And then the other one's just a gunsmith error. I don't. Yeah. I don't I don't know what any of that means. I don't so, really have anything to say on it. Yeah. But uh snipers are still really good. I know that. Once they get attachments, they're fucking nutty. I think a lot of the people complaining about them that they're they're not good, they don't like give them a chance or something. It's like I was just saying, the Pellington without attachments is the worst gun in the game. But like even by level ten, it's just one tapping everybody already. So Yeah. I don't know. I still think they need to make some changes to them, honestly.
1: Which we will get into. We have more to say on snipers, but not quite yet. So next up, Magnum. Uh, this is a pistol. I've never used it. I imagine the Magnum is really bad in this game. Uh, just like it is in most other Call of Duty games. Because I'd rather use a deagle. But there's no deagle in this game. Which is interesting. Kind of makes me mad. Anyways, Magnum. Slightly improved fire rate. Improved max damage range and improved visibility while firing after the first shot. Have you used a magnum before, Tanner Drop Shot? Of course not. Okay.
2: And I've also only seen one. So I've literally never seen it.
1: one ever. Uh it's probably not worth using. If there's a Diamati in a nineteen eleven, I see very little reason to run a Magnum. Particularly because Magnum uh it's probably a two shot kill. It might be worth using kind of. I don't know.
2: The 1911 is really good. I know that. So yes, it is. I feel like all the pistols are going to be good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we'll see about the Magnum, but we haven't used it, but they have buffed it pretty significantly here. Uh, Spas 12. Tanner, the Spas 12 rat is in, on this program. So he might have something to say about this. Spas 12, slightly reduced damage between ranges from 5.8 meters to 7.7 meters. Okay are your thoughts
2: it actually it couldn't matter less it doesn't matter you can have you have 12 shotgun shells on a semi-automatic shotgun that fire those very quickly it doesn't matter that you reduce the damage range between 5.8 and 7.7 meters it makes no difference it's still fucking wrecks and it's going to still wreck because it's a semi-automatic shotgun and it's a secondary right and it's a secondary. so i've already noticed since i got mine gold i'm not kidding I lose so many gunfights now because I have a, like a sniper or like an AR and then I have a pistol. Like you can't win a gunfight up close against somebody who has a shotgun. It's just not possible. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I've used the spa's 12 before and after this nerf. Didn't notice it. Never would have noticed it. No. Because it is the most insignificant nerf that, that is possible. Like I don't understand if this did anything at all dying to it feels exactly the same uh (laughs) killing with it feels exactly the same this is a weird very small change to make to this gun I also don't know how you balance the spas 12 but this ain't it because it's still way too it's still so much better than every other secondary so change it more uh anyways that is it for weapon balance uh score streaks also a bunch of shit was changed with the score streaks um, we're not going to go over all of it. Most of it was like cost changes, so that I kind of moved some shit around, tweaked it pretty minorly. But a couple of the score streaks were changed. Then, in more ways than just their costs. So, first of all, the attack helicopter, which is not the chopper gunner, it's the AI-controlled attack helicopter, increased the cost from 4,000 to 4,500. Increased the damage from 50 to 75 per bullet. Increased health from 4,500 to 5,000. Decreased the duration of the screen shake from bullet impacts, which is very good. It's my favorite change. Uh, Let's never have my screen shake again. First person shooter (laughs) game, by the way. Reduce the amount of time the helicopter will stay in one place before relocating. So this is all like a very big buff to the attack helicopter. Uh, None of these are pretty, none of these are very big buffs on their own. uh, But these three things when combined makes this a lot better. So uh the attack helicopter, your thoughts.
2: I don't think they could have uh they could have made more perfect changes honestly cuz it was it was pretty bad before. So they made it better and they accounted for that by making it cost slightly exactly. more, which at the end of the day 500 score isn't much at all. If you're going to get 4000, you're going to get you're going to get the 45. Um so, yeah, it was it was very bad. I still actually don't think it's that good, which is a good thing. We don't want like just overpowered score streaks ruining our uh, first person shooter experience yes. and our actual
1: gunfights. Right. Right. Exactly. Yes.
2: So I think it's a good thing. Um, I haven't noticed it being any better, to be honest. I mean, I, I trust what they say. I don't run it to begin with, though, but I get killed by it often. And I don't think it doesn't really seem like I die quicker. But, you know, I trust what they say.
1: If you're weak, it'll kill you more often than before. Yeah, okay. So if you had, like, 60 health, you wouldn't die, and now you will. I think that's, like, the reason.
2: Um. Also, I never noticed the screen shake specifically with the attack helicopter before. Did it? So every time you got hit by it, you just uncontrollably were no, shaking if you, or what? If it,
1: if it shot close to you, your screen oh, would shake more. Ooh,
2: that is very annoying. Okay, yeah, maybe I... I probably just didn't even notice it because I'm so used to screen shaking because Modern Warfare ruined that for me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, that all sounds good to me.
1: Yeah, agreed. I don't have much to say here other than good job. I like the change. They buffed it and then they also made the cost slightly higher to account for that. That's great. Uh, the attack helicopter wasn't as bad as like the chopper from m but it wasn't good either and it probably wasn't worth running. Now it might be worth running. Not yeah. sure, but this is a a for sure. A step I'll test in the right. it
2: tonight. I don't give a fuck.
1: Well, you won't. Uh, but it's a step in the right direction for sure. <laughs> yeah, I won't. Uh, Vtol reduced cost from eighty five hundred to eight thousand, which is a lot of fucking score, by the way. Increased turret burst length and reduced cooldown time. So they buffed the Vtol and they also made it cost less, which is an interesting change. Tanner, your thoughts? I don't. I've
2: equipped it once and I've never gotten it. But when people get it, like you destroy the entire enemy team just over and over again, constantly. It is very fucking good. So I was completely fine with having it at eighty five hundred. To be honest, um, like I was just saying, I don't want just score streak spam all the time. But that's still a lot of points. Like you can't be. Even though this score streak system has a lot of issues, I think you can't be a shit player and get a veto, actually.
1: It's impossible unless you have a care package, yeah.
2: So, that's a lot of score to get um but it it seems very overpowered, so I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with the cost before. It should be hard to get.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for me like <sighs> I think reducing the cost is fine. I've never used it, so uh, buffing the way the turret works I don't really have much to say there uh, but yeah. like I very 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 rarely see these holes which is w- and the reason for that is because it's just so expensive people either run it and can't get it or they just don't run it because they know it costs so much yeah so I'm kind of okay with this I think uh, but it's either way it's not too impactful because so few people actually use it uh, and again, if they do, they don't really, um, they don't make, get enough score to actually equip it or use it in the game or whatever. And then lastly, Chopper Gunner increased cost from 6,000 to 6,500 and reduced the movement on the gun when firing. So it used to have more recoil, basically. They've given it less recoil. Uh, Tanner, your Oh, is
2: that me? what that meant? I honestly thought that meant like you couldn't, look as far left and as far right oh no because it's wind firing I guess you're right
1: that's my guess I think that's what that means
2: Um, I think this is another good change I don't I don't know Chopper Gunner is really really good um so I think the more score to get it the better yeah Uh, I think they've balanced those pretty well in, in terms of the points um I mean, yeah, because like 8000 for the VTOL or 8500, that's still a lot either way. Chopper gunner, though, I think a lot of people can get a chopper gunner if you actually equip yes. it. I've just I've only tried to use it like once or twice and I've gotten it um, and it was really fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of these maps these people are playing on like the, the sixes maps. Half of them score streaks are worthless, like streaks like that, because it's like inside a building. Um, uh, what's the one? What's the one checkmate? in the uh, checkmate? It's like checkmate. You can't use score streaks like that. They're just yeah. They're just wasted, right? Yeah. So I think Chopper Gunner is really, really fucking good on combined arms. Yes. Like Cartel, um,
1: especially, dude. It's Cartel, especially.
2: Yeah. And people know that. Everyone equips Chopper Gunner when it comes to Cartel, because that's a map I got it on too, and it was really good. So I'm glad they increased the cost on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like. It's cheap enough to where people can pretty reliably get it if they equip it. Uh, and it's good enough to be worth running. So people use it a lot. Uh, I've I've used Chopper Gunner for quite a while now. And I get it pretty regularly. Probably a third of my games I'll get one. Uh, and it's, it's fucking really good. I'm glad they increased the cost. Because 6,000 was a little too cheap. It also has a lot of recoil on that gun. It- so I'm fine with them reducing it because after the reduction I've used this it's still a lot you still have to do some work to control
2: it Yeah, the bullet bullet velocity is kind of trash on it too it's kind of like you have to lead people quite a bit which is fine
1: super accurate like the chopper gunner in M-Dub where you will get a kill if you just aim it like it's not like that at all which is good because it was too strong in M-Dub so I'm I like both of these changes I think I think this is this is fine uh, for sure calling cards also now work as intended finally uh, many of you probably didn't care that much about this I do uh, me and my ilk do I and my ilk my ilk and I do so that is cool basically you used to be able to set in calling card and then it would just reset all the time it doesn't anymore so you can set a calling card and it'll stay when are, when are we getting player showcases by the way Tanner you think no. season one
2: I thought they would have would have already been here. I do, too. So t- I, I know. do,
1: too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so we'll see.
2: I mean, that would make sense. We're probably going to get a lot of shit in Season 1.
1: Yeah, by the way, a lot of you complaining about
2: this game, just remember, it's considered preseason. That's how they do these games now. Raz said it best. You're buying a game now for the... Um, it's a service. what did you call it yeah it's it's a service you're not buying a completed video game anymore. <laughs> that's not how it works yeah i mean buy an ubisoft game it doesn't work for six years right so you're buying a service just think of it that way mm. this game won't be decent until season one comes out and then we'll go from there
1: yeah agreed we'll exactly. see how many
2: maps they add we'll see what they do uh see if things like league player in yet it won't be but yeah yeah shit like that
1: mm-hmm. agreed agreed so Anyway, calling cards work now, so that's cool. Uh, aim response curve type options added to the settings. I looked into this. This is basically for PC players. This is mouse acceleration. Uh, now, for those of you who listen to this program and play on PC, you already know what is the correct amount of mouse acceleration you should, you should use. Zero. Zero. Zero, obviously. So, Aim response curve type is basically a joystick acceleration. So, if you just slam your thumbstick, it can either be linear, I think it's like dynamic and like delayed, or I don't know what the third one is. Keep it linear. That's the that's the point. Just don't change it from linear. I don't know what the default is, but go make sure it's linear. That's what you want if you're on a, a controller. So, that is that. And then also, this is an interesting development here, and I'm not sure... How mauled this would make people, to be honest. but let's uh, let's look into it. So give me one second. Uh, uh, fuck me, fuck me. Hold on. Uh, okay, good. All right, so zombies onslaught Charlie Intel at Charlie Intel on Twitter, friend of the pod uh, tweeted PlayStation players. There is a new Nuketown dedicated Onslaught playlist in Zombies. This playlist gives an exclusive new weapon blueprint reward once you finish the new challenge. So I believe Onslaught is like the spec op survival of this game where it's going to be PlayStation exclusive until no one cares about the game anymore. Uh, and they added a new thing, Onslaught Nuketown. It expires in 40 days or so. So if you're on PlayStation and you care about shit like that, you can get an exclusive blueprint. So consider looking into that. I don't give a shit about this, but uh, if you are into that sort of thing, now you know. So go to your Onslaught menu and figure it the fuck out. So that is it for patch notes. Now we have some other interesting things to talk about in news and upcoming fucking changes. First of all, we got a tweet from our favorite video game developer, Tony Flame, friend of the pod. And he's no longer my favorite because he did this dumb thing where you tweet pictures and you're trying to make <laughs> words out of it, right? So so Tony Flame tweeted, next order of business with two images. The first image is a sniper rifle from Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Red Door CIA Vundibop Operation Northwoods Edition and the second picture is of a man
2: How do you bu- know it's a man? Good fucking point. sexist piece of shit.
1: Well, a human being Okay, thank you. buffing their car. Now I'm going to be honest the first time I saw this tweet I thought the second image was polish. So I thought they were going to be polishing sniper rifles. But as it turns out, this is buffing. Now, you're a river rat. You would know what the difference is, right? So I guess this is a buffing machine. I don't. I know that's
2: a buffing machine, but.
1: Okay. Well, anyways.
2: I I thought you could polish with that, too.
1: I don't even know what the difference between polishing and buffing is.
2: I don't know either, but they're different. Okay,
1: well, we're white West Coast liberal elites, of course. So, of course, we don't know.
2: We go to a car wash. We don't wash our own cars.
1: I don't, I don't. I don't go to a car wash or wash my own car, but yeah. let's move on. Uh, so Bunker Tony Flame has, has, has said that's true. Uh, we can, we'll get into it or we won't. Let's move on. Uh, next order of business is buffing sniper rifles. Uh, so this was tweeted on November 20th, which was right after the same day as all those weapon balance, uh, notes that we went over, uh, came out. So they're going to be buffing snipers, Now, let's see another tweet for context the next day. A little insight into the core of buff or nerf decisions. This is from Tony Flame again. Time to kill is king. It is paramount to preserve the best TTK experience across weapons over time. When a weapon far exceeds that baseline, we must nerf it to respect the TTK and likewise buff to get it there.
2: That's the weirdest thing I've ever read in my life. Go, tell me more. I just... I, I, I'm not understanding exactly what he's trying to say. I, it's just how he worded it is so weird. It was almost just unnecessary. I, I, don't, I don't get it. I, I don't know.
1: I, so I... It's the
2: dumbest tweet he's ever tweeted. It's the dumbest we'll it thing
1: I've ever heard. Because if we look at sniper rifles, for example, what's the time to kill? On a fucking Tundra. Zero milliseconds. Because you go from full health to dead if you're shot. Okay. Well, how do we... How do we make that the same time to kill as a fucking uh, M4? I guess we need to make it a 400 millisecond time to kill. How do you do that with a one-shot kill weapon? Oh, you can't, right? so this is a dumb thing to say it's a dumb thing to tweet and it makes no fucking sense now you could maybe make this argument between assault rifles but this is so that's such a facile way to balance weapons or talk about balancing weapons that it actually makes me furious luckily I know that he doesn't actually mean this because obviously you want certain ARs to have faster time to kills than other ARs but then they are offset by that in some other way high recoil, uh low fire rate, uh whatever. This is always how you balance guns and how you should. But let's start here. They're going to buff snipers. That's basically confirmed. Tanner, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, well, I think they're just going to buff the Barrett. I don't why do you think it's all the snipers? Uh he put- he posted a picture of the Barrett because every because it takes it's like a two shot oh. kill.
1: Oh, he's not talking
2: about the snipers. He's just talking about the Barrett.
1: Okay, okay, and that's the M80 in this game.
2: Yeah, which yeah,
1: I think you're correct. Okay,
2: M80, M82, I'm... what is it called? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Which um, it is dog shit. But again, I want it to be dog shit. But it often takes two shots to kill. But at the same time, like it's semi automatic. It needs. Why would anyone use the other two sniper rifles if this one is semi-auto? It holds like 10 rounds um, and it one shots. Like I don't I don't like people think people want the modern warfare two days back in their mind. But when it gets here, they won't want that. Yeah. Why do you want somebody running around with a Barrett that'll one tap everybody and you'll get 10 kills with one magazine? Um, And there's there's literally no use to use the other two snipers Exa- to use. Yeah. The, yeah if that's exactly. the case, I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm not sure what they're going to do to it, but it should two shot fairly often. I think. Agreed. I mean, it's pretty simple. Get a headshot morons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 Agreed. Uh, Okay. I didn't realize it was just the Barrett, but that makes me feel a lot better about this. So it is shit from what I've seen. I've never even touched it though. I, I haven't used it once. So, I don't I, I don't have any first-hand experience. I don't know what the problem is, so it's difficult for me to say how it should be buffed. But, my intuition tells me that this should be nipple higher is a one-shot kill, and that would make this relatively balanced. Because the Pellington is like belly button higher one-shot kill, which is way more generous than nipple higher. And then the Tundra is like cock higher, which is, again way more generous than than belly button higher. I think that would be a a fine way to balance a Barrett, but even that might be too strong. I don't know. Uh, They could also change the fire rate and shit like that. Uh, I think that's probably not the way to go because you don't want another Vendetta on your hands. That is not what we want in this video game, obviously. Uh, So...
2: That was a pretty fun gun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, unless you weren't using it. So... uh, If they're just gonna buff the M eighty two or the M sixty nine or whatever the fuck it's called, then yeah, I'm I'm less 69. mad about I'm less mad about that. So anyways. Uh also there is now a Trello board just like there was for M dub. Remember the Trello board for M dub that no one ever looked at after the that first two they weeks. They
2: stopped they stopped updating after yes. two weeks, yeah. Yes.
1: Well it's because that was Ashton Williams' job, so of course it didn't get updated. Good point. Good point. Nonetheless, if you're if you're more optimistic than you should be, then keep in mind there is a Trello board for Black Ops Cold War now. What is that? Basically, it's a fucking, uh, it's a dog shit website that looks like this on your screen. And there's like color coding to indicate what type of error it is uh and they like talk about like oh we know this is a bug but it's not fixed yet
2: it's the worst looking website i've ever seen i hate
1: it so much yeah it's awful it's really awful so i have nothing to say about this other than it exists and it will stop being updated shortly
2: so and also it's not it's like they don't even put everything on there so it's like and what's that too what's the point of it yeah you know they they have so many things on their radar that aren't put on that Trello board, so what's the point in having it? Exactly. Either
1: hey, fucking get
2: rid of it or put every goddamn thing on there. Yes. Agreed.
1: Agreed. So anyway, that's there. Don't you shouldn't care. Uh, Also, this is interesting. Black Ops Cold War competitive settings announced. Now Tanner and I have talked about CDL from time to time on this program. (laughs) Uh, That is the correct, uh, of course, reaction. We don't care that much. Uh, But now that it's going to be on PC, as Tanner said, we are going to be paying a little more attention to it because even though it'll still be on controller, the fact that it's PC will still make it a better viewing experience. Uh, And they've announced, and many of you care about this shit, so they've announced the rule set. They always have more restrictive rule sets for CDL than they do for, like, pub games. So, like, The China Lake probably isn't going to be a legal weapon in CDL and shit. And that's good. So these rules have been announced. Uh, What do we have here? I mean, they list the modes. So we're going to see hardpoint, search, and control in uh, CDL. Tanner talked about the return of control for CDL. And I think you liked it, right? It's more
2: exciting as a viewer than domination. Nobody liked watching Dom. Yes. I know the CDL players didn't like playing it. Dom is a great casual game mode because it's not nearly as boring as like kill confirmed or um, TDM. But at the end of the day, uh, it's not. It is a boring game mode to watch. You know, I I honestly the main reason I like it is because it lasts way longer than TDM or kill confirmed, and that's that's it.
1: Yes, agreed.
2: So to play that in competitive and is the of are predictable. Dumb. The spawns are very predictable. So Control actually gets pretty hype. So that's more exciting for the viewers. Um, And that's how BO4 was. So it's not surprising. I
1: actually agree with you there. And it's a combination of a respawn mode and a a limited lives mode. Yeah. So like there's a lot of action, but also you have to worry about dying. So I think Control is actually a really good playlist for CDL. And certainly better than Dom. So that's good for sure. Uh, Restricted items. No LMGs. That should tell you LMGs might be pretty good. Uh, No shotguns, which is fantastic. No launchers and no China Lake. Uh, Okay, good. Uh, No ember sighting point or 5mm laser. Interesting. Mm. No dual-wield pistols. That's good. No stim shot or decoy grenade. No stim shot. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I like that. No C4, no tomahawk, no prox mine Field... Oh, no field mics. No prox mine, Field mic or gas mine. No paranoia forward intel or tracker. No danger close wild card, which is the nade spam one. That's fine. No combat bow, UAV or counter UAV, care package, sentry or air patrol. That's a weird set of streaks. Uh, there probably will be more restrictions. Again, I don't have too much to say about this, honestly. It seems pretty standard, Uh, Tanner. Anything on your mind with regards to these CDL rules?
2: Um, not really. I think I'm going to watch it this year just because it's on PC. At at least the field of view isn't forty, and yeah, Um, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, so should be interesting. Other than that, yeah, I mean none, none of it's surprising. It's like the same competitive rules every year, pretty much. So
1: what I'm finding odd is that they don't allow the combat bow. But they're gonna allow the war machine? They're not restricting the war machine on these score streaks. I wonder if that's just an oversight and they will restrict it.
2: Well it's definitely not an oversight. There's like a whole fucking legal team that looks over this shit. That doesn't make any sense. It yeah. doesn't.
1: Yeah. I would be very surprised if they kept they allowed the war machine. Well And not uh, a combat bow? Explain. Explain, dude. Right? Explain. You can't. Doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, I don't know. Very weird. So, beside I, but also I don't care. So you guys can look into it or not. Uh, this yeah. next thing is kind of uh cute. Not exactly newsworthy because nothing will come of this. But I thought it would be interesting to talk about a little bit. Mm.
2: Okay.
1: Well, Tanner might disagree, so we can talk about it more. Now maybe it's more interesting. Cold War glitch removes bushes from cartel and players love it. So I saw this before this article. Some fucking, some guy on Twitter posted a picture of cartel without bushes because he had like a bug and it looked like this. Uh, and like mid is way more clear. And then when he posted this picture, everyone was like opening their mouths super wide and was like, give it to me. Uh, because this would make cartel more fun. Have you seen this Tanner and if so, what are your thoughts? How would you like a cartel without foliage at mid?
2: I'm going to be honest. I'm going to go out here. I think they are going to change it. I really do. I don't know what's going to be done. I don't think they're going to be removed completely. I just have a feeling that something's going to be done to the bushes. Like maybe they make them less full so it's easier to see through, but they're the same height. I don't know. I just have this feeling they're going to do something about it. Um, Vundy is always on Twitter. Tony Flame is always on Twitter. They're obviously seeing this shit. I don't think they're going to ignore it. I'm going to be honest with you. Because really? this is also a map that's going to be played on competitive, I think. So those guys are all going to be oh. bitching about it. They're going to be like, listen, you absolute cocksuckers change this so i don't know i i have a feeling will be played
1: on hard point only in competitive
2: but yes i'll give it until the end of december if it's not changed by january 1st 2021 then it's not going to be changed interesting that's what i think
1: okay so my thoughts are this would be this would be cool it would it wouldn't make mid any better Because then you just can't go mid. Ever. Because there's that tower to the left of this screenshot. Where you can get shit on from. There's the hangar where you can get shit on from. There's both buildings with the turrets where you can get shit on from. So this would actually make mid even worse to go to. So this is not a change people should want. They're dumb if they do want it. Uh, And also, even if this was a perfect change... And everyone agreed it was a perfect change. It wouldn't happen anyway. So stop getting your hopes up. So I'm here to tell you. For those of you who have hope. Who are optimistic about the future in general. But especially with respect to Call of Duty. Anything good that you can foresee happening with this franchise. Will not happen. Cartel is not changing one iota. They're not going to get a fucking gardener out here. To trim the bushes. Nothing's gonna happen. Cartel's gonna stay the fucking same until this game uh, is out of out of uh, vogue, as it were. So, don't get your hopes up. It's not changing just because fucking people retweeted it on Twitter. They don't care. They're not gonna devote resources to doing this. I, I I would be shocked if they did. Maybe it would be good. I think the best way to do this is to trim the bushes, for sure. So you at least force people to go prone if they want to hide rather than merely being able to stand there and still be like very obscured. Uh, but this would be a bad change. And also it's not going to change regardless. So I nonetheless, I thought it was interesting to uh, to talk about. So uh, and then Tanner, you added this last note here. So I'm going to pull up the tweet on our screen. But why don't you talk me through this? Because I genuinely have no idea what the fuck this is.
2: It's not anything big, but I just saw an actual dev respond to something, so that was nice to see. Uh, okay. So God, friend of the pod, uh, of the pod tweeted, friend. could we please maybe adjust the spawn rate of streaks in Dirty Bomb? Multiple deaths a game from unearned streaks is a little excessive. He uh, tagged at Tony Flamen at Matt KS, which is also a dev. So Matt responded, he said, way ahead of you. So in like the hour I played Dirty Bomb... I've had the same exact thought. Um, You open these little crates to get your uranium, right? And in like, I swear, one out of three crates, you'll get a score streak out of it. So I got cruise missiles, um, napalm strikes, all sorts of things just for no reason for opening a crate. And it becomes it gets to the point where it's there's constantly a score streak in the air. Like there's never any downtime. And like Jay God said, you don't do anything to earn that. You open a crate. It's like it's like playing Warzone and opening a crate, and just you know, obviously getting a score streak. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So uh, that's good that that's going to be adjusted. That may make Dirty Bomb a little bit better. It's still the dumbest game mode designed. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the dumbest video game mode of all time potentially uh it's it, it's like the maps call of duty needs to stop designing game modes they don't know how to do it they don't know what they're doing there's no they've done the game modes already that people like so just keep them right <laughs> yeah. just like stop adding fucking cubbies VIP and safe <laughs> and safe yeah and safe corners to nuketown yeah. just take the map make it look a little different and paste it into the new game we don't want new corners we don't want new game modes but anyways. So that's where we're at. So if you were not playing Dirty Bomb because you were getting bombarded by score streaks, um, there you go. It'll be a little bit better soon, hopefully.
1: Interesting. Good uh, Good note there. Good find. Yeah, that's good to see. This is why we like uh, Treyarch a little better so far, because we're getting communication from the devs on Twitter, which is like, I mean, the president of the United States and sitting members of Congress now use Twitter instead of any other form of media to disperse information. So it's good that the devs of this video game are doing the same thing. So cool. Good to know. Uh, and that is an interesting consideration. So uh, Tanner, with that, anything else to add about anything at all this evening?
2: Um, I just want to say again, the XM4 is the worst gun in this video <laughs> game. I'm convinced. And I'm going to be using it on stream right now, probably uh, until I rage and switch guns. I'm gonna be trying it, but um, but yeah. Uh, if you guys listening to this when the episode releases, happy Thanksgiving. Um, what are you doing tomorrow for Thanksgiving? By the way, nothing.
1: Uh, Just you know.
2: sitting there and waiting for your mother to cook you dinner.
1: That is, well, my father, but yes, that is correct. Is and your mother I,
2: working? I live in like the like slave house. she is.
1: I don't know if she's working. It's su- it's certainly no, she's not interesting. She's a boomer. So she gets paid like a fuck ton of money on holidays per hour. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. like
1: a oh, like a lot of money. So they just don't uh, schedule her. So so everyone will be home. We'll be doing not much. What are what are? Uh, but yeah, we're gonna have prime rib. With, oh, inch nice. With good big, move. Thick cloves of garlic just stuffed in that bitch.
2: Good move, dude.
1: They're, it's good prime rib because my family isn't dumb, right? So we don't eat shit meat just because it is a time of year. So turkey is not good. <laughs> turkey doesn't taste good. No one would go out of their way to eat turkey ever. Yet for some reason, once a year, everyone eats this shit meat turkey. And they do all of this extravagant fucking extra, like, shit to make it taste decent, right? So you can be Gordon Ramsay and make a turkey, and it'll taste pretty good. Or you can be me, doesn't know how to cook, I could just grill a fucking ribeye, and it'll taste better than your three Michelin (laughs) star turkey, and, and with no expertise or effort at all. So of course I'm not having turkey if that's what you were gonna ask. Okay. Uh, but now okay. I would like to ask you, Tanner. Hey, what are you doing for Thanksgiving tomorrow?
2: Well, now now I feel stupid for saying having <laughs> having turkey because you should <laughs> shit on me, right? <laughs> Correct. Jesus. No, I'm going to cook a good turkey, though. You know how everyone, oh, okay. like all of the boomers. <laughs> they, OK, listen, this is what the boomers do. They get a turkey. They get a butterball turkey. <laughs> they go to Alverson's and they get a butterball turkey, right? They take the fucking bag outside of. Or they pull the bag out with a neck and all this shit in it. Um, They put like a quarter teaspoon of salt on it and an eighth <laughs> teaspoon of pepper they put it in the oven for a few hours they take it out, they slice into it immediately after it comes out of the oven there's no juice, it's bone dry it has no flavor you slap it on your plate and you put some cranberry sauce on top and they say oh here you go, happy Thanksgiving fuck you right, go Mm -hmm. fuck yourself I'm not eating that so, okay. I'm making a good one. I've never made one before, but it's, it's going to oh, be I'm good. Oh, I'm sure
1: it's going to be good. I'm sure it will be. Okay. How are you pre- How are you preparing it? Tell us about your turkey journey. What
2: so, it's doing? brining right now. Uh, it's brining with Meat Church BBQ. I'm using is, their brine kit. So,
1: so, real quick. For those... I know what brining is, of course. But for those of us who might not know what brining is, what does that mean?
2: Brining is basically a way to make the meat very juicy and tender. So, it's sitting... The turkey itself is sitting in a 3.5 gallon plastic bucket in my fridge. uh, (laughs) Covered completely in water. And then it has a meat church brine kit, which is just, you can just make your own brine. I just bought it because I like their rubs. It's just like salt, garlic, powder, spices, shit like that. You throw that in there. Uh, I put some rosemary, thyme, um, sage. And then you leave that for like 24 hours. So tomorrow I'll cook that on the Traeger at like probably 350 or 375. I don't know. It's not really smoking it. I read that's the best temperature, though. Um, so I'm going to do that. Oh, I forgot the best part. So have you ever heard of spatchcocking, by the way?
1: <laughs> no. What
2: the fuck okay. Is that? So it's like you, you cut the backbone out of the turkey and you push it down flat and cook it that way. So it cooks way quicker and you get way more crispy skin, right? So I'm going to do that. I'm going to rub some herb butter on the inside of it. Then I'm going to put olive oil on the outside, some rub. Put that bitch on the grill. Um, Cook that and then uh, baste it with butter like every 30 minutes or so. So that's where we're at with that. Then, of course, let me see my list here. I have so much food I have to make. Um, Who are you
1: making food? Gravy. Who are you making food? It's literally
2: just Sierra and I. Okay. Okay. I was going to go to my sister's this year, but she's pregnant and scared of COVID. So uh, I was like, you know what? We'll just stay home. I don't want to freak you out. I don't care. I've been wanting to do my own holiday anyways. I've never done it.
1: Okay.
2: Um, We're going to do some roasted baby carrots. Some garlic, cheesy mashed potatoes.
1: uh, A TV dinner, I guess. Since oh she can yeah she can fuck Sierra. herself okay all right great cool
2: putting a pillow over her head tomorrow night happy thanksgiving <laughs> pillow over her mouth <laughs> happy
1: thanksgiving bitch in game of course <laughs> yeah of course, uh yeah.
2: some green bean casserole some cream corn um stuffing and then uh sierra's gonna make a cherry pie that her mom always makes cherry
1: so. pie is good dude
2: it's it's cream cheese cherry pie i think that's what it's well... called or, ch- or ch- cherry cherry cream cheese pie is what it's called Okay. It's good. It's good. Trust me. I don't remember whose recipe it is, but it's good. Okay. I think it's Betty Crocker's or some shit. <laughs> like a Martha Stewart recipe.
1: Okay. Interesting. It doesn't um, sound bad. I've just never heard of it. That's interesting. Yeah. Make sure you bring that the so,
2: tomorrow, but yeah, go on. Oh, and then I'm going to make the same. The reason I'm drinking this cocktail tonight is because I'm making it tomorrow. So we're going to be doing that too. Oh, so. okay. There's a little test run tonight. But yeah, I'm excited. Thanks. I prepped a lot of the shit today. Um so I was doing for like hours earlier today. So yeah, I'm excited, dude. Cool, dude. Must be nice. You're just gonna be fucking gaming all morning, go down, eat for thirty minutes and be back on Nuketown again. Hell yeah, brother. You absolute fucking cocksucker.
1: Capitalize on that double XP, dude. You know it. Well, that's that's good. Yeah, I'm just gonna I don't know. Eat, get drunk, argue about fucking reptilians or the Illuminati or whatever. Uh, comes up at Thanksgiving dinner this this uh, tomorrow evening, and it'll be uh, Jesus. it'll be a good time. Maybe maybe get a stream in. Are you going to be gaming at all tomorrow? What time do you eat?
2: In the morning. I I don't think I need to start cooking shit until like one. We're probably going to eat at like four. I'm thinking.
1: And then you're you're off for the day. At that point. At that Probably.
2: Time. I don't know. Probably okay. going to be wasted at that point. I'll be drinking cocktails at. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to wake up, up, up tomorrow too. and put Bailey's in my coffee and just start then. How Let's about
1: that? go, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking go. But right. yeah. Cool. So I'm about to piss my pants. So I'll be right back. Okay. Well, when you come back, start your stream because I'm going to wrap this bitch up. So the next section of this program is iTunes reviews. If you leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, I very much appreciate it, and it helps the program a lot. And if you accompany that rating with a review, I will read it like I'm going to do now. So this one is from Drowsy, which is a fine name. It's not great, but I'll accept it. Uh, And there's an underscore at the end. Change that. I is the title of this review. Uh, The least toxic Call of Duty content creators. That's an insane thing to say. This is obviously not true. So this person's lying to us already, but okay. It's not off to a great start, but that's fine. Love your guys' dynamic. He used the correct possessive apostrophe here. Uh, Plural possessive. The apostrophe goes after the S, so props to you, drowsy. Change it. Uh, Relationship goals. And then he misused the semicolon. That's fine. Keep up the good work, love the pod, and then a comma splice. Looking forward to your guys' evolving opinions of Cold War as well. Well, drowsy. Uh that was I didn't mean to shit on you that much. I'm sorry. That sounded it seems mean spirited now. I apologize. But also, thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the review. Um, love your guys' dynamic relationship goals. Tanner and I do have a unique dynamic. Uh, and here's the dynamic: we're both shit human beings, so it works.
2: Did you really say we weren't toxic, Jesus? How many episodes has this guy listened to? Not enough. The
1: least toxic Call of Duty content creators. This is so. This is such an insane thing to say. Like actually.
2: Literally, any Call of Duty YouTube content creator is far less (laughs) toxic than us. Almost
1: everyone, yeah. I don't know.
2: I I would genuinely like to know who he's thinking of when he compares us. Because I wonder who's, like, super toxic that I'm not thinking of.
1: Who's a more toxic... I literally don't know anyone. Actually. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... So, anyways. Whatever. Hey, thanks for the analytics. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate the kind words. Um... Looking forward to your guys' evolving opinions of Cold War as well Is a prescient thing to say Because they will be evolving, for sure I think, with time, we will like this game less and less That has been the trend for all video games Uh, With familiarity comes What is it, uh, familiarity breeds contempt? I think that's the expression I don't know, don't ask me Yeah, we'll keep that in mind So start your fucking stream, dumb shit, dumb fuck Uh, Are we gaming with anyone this evening? We got two gents tonight.
2: Ooh. Both, both the boys are online. Look at maybe online too. I
1: don't any know. Any boys, dude, any boys in the chat? No. So, anyways, uh we're going to end this bitch. Um Uh yeah, the best way to support us, I will remind all of you, just like the last 15 people with huge brains. Um the best way to support us is besides of course listening and we appreciate that. Is joining the Patreon. Four bonus episodes a month, weekly hangouts, and more. And you get access to all the past uh fucking uh bonus episodes immediately upon joining. Patreon.com slash the drop shot, only five bucks a month. It's so simple. And the content again has been insane for Cold War, uh so far, and it will continue to be. Because when there's a new game, Patreon episodes have like the most value because we're already giving like little sneaky tips about like everything. Uh and I'm really proud of our perks episode that we just did and our field upgrades episode that we just did. Uh and I'm and we have a lot more really good ideas that are chock full of like information, uh and analysis of course which you've come to know and love uh on these topics. So, I'm very proud of what we've done and I'm very excited for what we have slated for the Patreon so five bucks a month. I mean, it's the most affordable thing on earth. Patreon.com slash the drop Uh follow me on Twitter at Razanon, Twitch at Razanon, Instagram, RazanonTV. Tanner can be found at Tanner DropShot on Twitter and Twitch. Uh and then on Instagram, his name is Tanner with like eight R's, so just don't follow him there. He doesn't deserve it. If you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account and give Jesus, Tanner dude. a Twitch Prime <laughs> sub. It is free once a month. You already paid for it. Uh, Rate us five stars on iTunes. Tell your dumb shit friends about us. Also, the most important takeaway from this episode. YouTube.com slash Razanon. I am insanely close to monetizing. I need 1,000 subs to do it. (laughs) And I'm at like 930 or something. So go sub now. It's free. And we have full episodes of the program with video on the on the YouTube. As well as clips. Gameplay breakdowns. Etc. Check it out. Go to subscribe. It's free. I don't care if you watch the videos. Just go fucking sub. It would be nice if you watch the videos though. I could use these analytics. Um, we also have two merch stores. Which have been used. Pretty regularly. And we're pretty proud of the merch there. So rep your favorite fucking podcast. Using those links. In the show notes. There are two merch stores. They have different offerings, so check them both out. Find what you like. Buy it. Supports the program. Join the fucking Discord, of course. And last, but certainly not least, a special thank you to our Damascus patrons. Mr. Salmonilla, J. Pritch, Slivovitz, Jake Downs, Kill Tequila, Sir Rocking Bird, Face Esquire, Tyler H., Gift Curse, Adam H., Sniff Sniff Hambone, change it. Jimmy M, Von Trapp, Ostie Menace, Vester, Godedote, Josh V, Papa Shitto, Civ, Dread Pirate, Roberts, Dr. Webb, Derek R, Wade M, It's the Pickle, That Dirty Clap, Kill a Cam, Pre-Shock, Garrett S, Jada Pinkett Smith, Miss Lemur Party, Freeze, The Dave Daly, Young Evan, Read a Book, Deacon Cheese, Brandon L, Rizzle Music, The Official Composer of the Dropshot Call of Duty Podcast, Sean B., Manny Mar, Derek C, Samuel, Cope Cowboy, Notoriety, Thomas L, Blake C, Lavon Affair, Brian P, Maxie, what is this? TTV underscore Trump MAGA 20 bet. <laughs> uh, and last, but certainly not least, an extra special thank you to our one and only Dark Matter Patron. The drop shot Patriarch. The Vaping Viking. Thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. Have an excellent evening, of course. We're going to go game it up on Tanner's channel with some Nuketown 24-7. As always, please remember, stay humble. Stay humble